The pledge drive is only a couple months away, and th- oh, and that being said, <laughs> the pledge drive is only a couple months away, and because of that, we have our very own Drew Kaler, the Dirty Christian, founder of Geeks Under Grace, on the podcast coming up. What's going on, geeks? You're listening to the Geeks Under Grace podcast. My name is Cody Armour, and I'm here with Joe Morgan. Yeah, zoops. <laughs> Shelly Walter. Fly, you fools. What is that even from? What do you mean, what's that wow. from? Wow. I'm a terrible. Did you really just say that? I'll take my... That's Lord of the Rings, man. That is Fellowship of oh, the Oh, okay, yeah, the Eagles. Gotcha. <sighs> it's weird coming from Shelly. I didn't... It's not the it's... Eagles. It is, isn't it? it Fly wasn't. like an no. eagle. Yeah, the Eagles come and he's like, fly, you fools. No, he's in Moria, and he's defending against the Balrog. I, yeah. And the, he's about to fall I, off the ledge, and he's like, fly, you fools. The Eagles, the Eagles thing is a whole fan theory, okay? Oh. <laughs> that was a deep dive. Really early. <laughs> Anyways, I've watched Lord of the Rings, like, forever ago. I've never, you, you marathon them, and then you watch 12 hours, you don't actually know what happened. The movies yeah. are forever long. Anyways, we also have a special guest here, Drew Kaler. Do you want to tell everyone that you're the Dirty Christian? It's real, all of it. Yes, <laughs> that's fine. Okay. <laughs> it's true, all of it. <laughs> cool. So we're here with the Dirty Christian, Drew Kaler, founder of Geeks Under Grace. That's very exciting. Word. Thanks for being here. I feel uh, like I just became gangster. <laughs> you're OG. Yeah, word, word, word. His name is John Stamos. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna lot of fire in the group. Everywhere. No I actually love that video so much. So. <laughs> technically, it's not in the group, and technically, it's not yeah. breaking a rule. Whatever to predictability. What? How you guys geeking out this week? Let's start with Shelly. Okay. Well, I'm finally back here in college, which is great. So yesterday we had our first D and D session um, of the new year, which was really fun. Uh, We totally missed fighting the boss that was set up for us because we were all sneaky and stuff. So I mean, that was kind of fun. Um, Besides that, excited about that. I've been playing lots of Dragon Age, pretty much nonstop. Thankfully, I don't have too much homework, so it's not like it's impending on my uh, on my schoolwork or anything. But uh, I'm just—it's kind of sad how obsessed I am with it now. <laughs> I gotta admit, like I will talk to—I uh, was actually talking to my six my sister the other day. day. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to my sister the other day, and we were at a hockey game, and I was telling her about the stuff in this game, and I'm just like, okay. So I could do this or I could do this. What should I do? And she's just like, it doesn't matter. They're pixels. Why don't you take a step back? And I'm just like, no, <laughs> I don't understand. So, yeah. My wife told, tried talking to me about a book the other day and everything that happened to this book, naming the characters by name and about 20 minutes in realized that I didn't care. wasn't listening anymore. <laughs> <laughs> So I feel your sister's pain. <laughs> what about you, Joe? Means you're inconsiderate. Probably. I'm. I'm terrible. <laughs> I'm a terrible human being. You're kind of the worst. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, for me, I finished the Matt Smith portion of Doctor Who. He's no longer in my field of vision. Who's your favorite uh, so far? Matt Smith. Yeah. I I really like David Tennant, but I think I like Smith better. And I didn't expect to say that after watching Tennant. Yeah. But I, I really like Smith. Matt Smith. And, and I'm saying, as of right now, I, I've seen three minutes of Capaldi, and I don't like him so far. He's very different. <laughs> they wanted to... The director wanted to go with like the older Doctor Who um, characters from the originals, and so he's trying to get back to the roots. Okay. He'll definitely, after this first season, lighten up for you, and you'll get okay. to see more. I've got to hurry up and sprint through it, though, because they're taking Doctor Who off of Netflix February 1st. Oh. Why? Do you know why? I have no idea why. Because but Netflix it- hates money. No, <laughs> I've got a, I've got uh, what, thirteen, fourteen episodes. I think I, I'm going to have to watch in the next three weeks. So, uh, on top of that, I also bought Stella Glow for the 3DS. It's kind of a turn-based strategy, strategy RPG like Final Fantasy Tactics. Okay. I've only played a, a couple missions of it, but it, it's got solid ground so far. So, we'll see how that goes. Um, cool. Rainbow Six Siege. After that, playing lots of Rainbow Six Siege with my buddies. You were streaming that on the Twitch channel recently, weren't you? Yep, streamed it last night. Well, as of the recording of this, yeah. No, um, no. I've probably played 30 or 40 hours of Siege at this point. Oh, wow. Point. That's pretty good. Me and my buddies are all about it. Hmm. What about you, Drew? What has he geeking out this week? Uh, I am convinced that I will be playing Fallout 4 for the rest of my life. <laughs> the same way. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I tell you what. I just... Every time I go and sit down to play, I'm like, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go do a whole bunch of cool missions. And then I get to one of my sanctuaries or one of my, uh, what what are they called? Uh, Your little towns, outposts. Yeah, outposts. And I end up just spending hours just Mm -hmm. building up houses that don't matter and defenses (laughs) that don't make any difference. um, You know, because you can fast travel to any of your other outposts. And so... Technically, you just have to have one, right. and then you can just go there and fix your power armor and and do your crafting and all that stuff. And it, it makes no difference because you can have thirty outposts and you can be like right next to one. But if the one that you want to go to is the best one, all you have to do is fast travel there. Yeah. So um, yeah, I uh, I'm gonna be playing that forever, and I I think maybe I've done two diamond city missions and i probably have about 150 to 200 hours put into that game wow Um, yeah i mean i've literally i just go side mission to side mission to side mission i I don't know and i did it it took me a while to realize that uh, i didn't have to keep rescuing outposts and that (laughs) preston garvey was going to continue to give me outposts to rescue until i die like literally (laughs) die like human life die (laughs) <laughs> and so um, I finally realized, like, I don't need to keep doing this. Like, he's never going to stop. So I stopped. Um, but I will say that the funniest moment for me, and and I was reading about this, and it, and it happened, was so I have the perk, the mysterious stranger perk, where yeah. you go, you go into vats, and then random chance that a mysterious stranger will pop up and uh, you know basically kill the guy for you. Yeah. And he, so he did, and then you can talk to the guy. When after a certain amount of time or just I don't know, it must be random because it's not every time uh, at some point you can actually talk to the mysterious stranger 
and you can have a dialogue with him and ask him his name. And then when you ask him his name, he says his name is Preston Garvey. And oh. then you then you call him you call him on it and say no it's not and then he runs away it's the funniest moment in Fallout. <laughs> so, have you seen the uh, have you seen the deal where you have to have super high charisma to do it but you talk to that robot it's like repeat okay. do you oh. you know do you such and such and and you you I can't remember exactly how it plays out but basically you end up mocking the robot until it <laughs> it detects an infinite speech loop and explodes. That's fantastic. Wow. What the <laughs> And I will say that uh I I got there I found a glitch that I cannot fix in the game and there's an island called Spectacle Island that you go to and there's a uh, there's a boat there where the boat is it has a power source on the boat and if you go there Technically, the way it's supposed to play out is you go to the boat, you flip the power source, a queen Mirelurk comes out. You have to fight the queen Mirelurk. Once that's done, you can go to this other outpost that's there and flip the breaker, and it, it emits a signal, and it gets rid of all of the other Mirelurks. But okay. I did it out of order somehow. I don't know if I got if I went there before I was supposed to, but I defeated the Mirelurk queen. And it won't allow me to uh, make that my outpost at all. Like it won't huh. flip the uh, flip the breaker. And I was reading online, and it it's a broken, it's a big bug that nobody has fixed yet. So huh. that's one outpost I'll never be able to to capture. That's annoying. I finished the story at forty hours, so you're way. Past I it. haven't touched the story really. I've been all side quests. I gotta yeah. say though, my favorite part with it so far is I was the shroud, and yes. the superhero. So I get to the end here, and uh, I have all my charisma up, so I can say basically whatever I want, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have this – it's creepy now, this smile that I have on my character. At the time, I'm like, oh, he's a nice guy. He'll have a cool smile. <laughs> so he's smiling with everything he says. <laughs> and this guy's like, I'm going to kill you, your friends, and then everyone in good neighbor. And so I chose my line, and it, I've never felt so cool, video game or not, because he's like, this is what's going to happen. Anyone who points a gun at me dies. Every <laughs> last one with this giant creepy grin. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> like my character so far has been super nice to everyone because I was trying to make Piper like me. Mm-hmm. And yeah. just hearing that come out of his mouth, I was like, what is this coming from? Who are you? I don't know. I don't know my character anymore. The Wasteland I, Joker. <laughs> I plan to play through this game again, and I'm going to do nothing but luck and charisma and okay. see how it plays out. <laughs> Man. Oh, no, I love that game. Anything else? That's got your whole attention. <laughs> that, that literally is it. Like, I, I, you know, I, I have so many games that I want to play. Dragon Age I haven't even touched. Um, I've got the Assassin's Creed. I've got the Metro series. I've got... Um, Witcher, got, uh, Witcher, yeah, that I haven't <laughs> done anything with. Witcher. I've got uh, Halo Five I'm, that I, I've completed, but I still want to play it more, and I don't. And Call of Duty and Siege, mm-hmm. it's just a mess. No, Fallout Four is definitely yep. addicting. I'll say I'm going to sit in there for an hour, and it'll be three hours before I get done with it. So I totally yeah. understand. Well, for me, I have started watching Shannara Chronicles. I had to think of what it's called because I keep calling it like three different things. It's an MTV original based off a book and I'm so happy with it. I figured it was going to be terrible. It's this 
it's it looks like medieval it's elves high fantasy dwarves and stuff but it's in the future so it nothing looks super futuristic it's just post-apocalyptic world everything's grown over and now there's magic and elves and everything except mm. their clothing some of them wear like hoodies and stuff from the old world I love it so much. Is this the one that you were recently saying that you were having a rough time getting into it at first? Yeah. I. It's really hard for me because I had to get in the mindset of machinima. The way mm. the CGI looks is really rough, like something you'd see in a sci-fi TV show. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you have to get like that mindset that it's not going to be good. And then the story is just... I love the way it's written. My wife hates the way it's written. It sounds like a video game half the time. There's dialogue where the guy goes, talk to everyone around town and then meet me when you're done. And it sounds like it's straight out of like a video game quest. <laughs> and I just, I'm, I'm in love with it. It's got uh, the guy that played uh, Slade Wilson, Deathstroke, in the Arrow TV show. Oh, yeah. And then more obscure, the DJ that uh, his sister dates in Arrow. Um, he's like the main character. Huh. But it's really good. It's very... Like Skyrimy fantasy. Can I can I still get into it? Like, is there anywhere I can watch it? That's MTV.com or something. You can go onto YouTube, and on YouTube, MTV has uploaded it. The first two episodes. Oh, nice. That's nice. Yeah. So, okay. Um. Yeah. I'm. I'm in love with it. Um. Like I said, like Drew said, I was kind of having a hard time with it at first. Once you get past that CGI, it's it's great fun for like i like machinima stuff though so it definitely has that kind of feel to it um there was that and the anime that i brought up last week i didn't know the name of it it's gargantia gargantia on the verderous planet so that definitely sounds like an anime name right yeah i could never <laughs> figure out what it was called but uh if you've seen like i said last week if you guys seen knights of sidonia it was very much a spinoff of that even though it's not officially um, I just got done with it, though, and I love that as well. It was a lot of fun. A lot of weird twists, which is kind of weird for an anime, I feel like. Usually, anime is pretty predictable in what's going to happen, except for, like, Full Metal Alchemist. But um, definitely, like, twists towards the end of the series. It looks like we have a ton of stuff coming out this week. They waited till the end of the year was over and then are just going crazy with video game releases and movie releases, I feel like. Yeah. I didn't it's think there'd be time again. Winter. Yeah. I'm surprised. Wait. I figured it would wait till kind of like the spring, you know? Well, wait till March. Yeah. It's going to hit hard in March. That'll just be the podcast, be a pull list. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that's not just it. <laughs> that would be terrible. Yeah. Uh, coming out for Netflix is Parks and Rec Season 7, which I know a lot of people probably um, vary into. I've watched it. I don't know. You guys watched it at all? Not a little bit. yet. I'd like Most to watch now. it. Pretty good. good, yeah. It's yeah. I mean, it's it's one of those. If you like The Office, you'll like Parks and Rec, and right. Um, you know, I, to me, Ron Swanson, the character Ron Swanson, he's the one that sells the show. I think yeah. he <laughs> is, is hands down just the the only reason to really watch. Uh, but nope. yeah, I, I recommend it. I've only seen a few episodes. I haven't watched it all the way through yet. I've been told by everybody in Denver that I have to. So I figured sooner or later I will. Yeah, and it's pr- it's relatively clean too. I mean, it's not uh, it's not over the top. It's not real graphic. It's not uh, yeah. You know, it's not real adult oriented. So I think you'll I think you'll enjoy it. Very cool. And then I'm sure someone out there is excited. Degrassi, the next class season one is coming out. 
Um, I don't Not know which DeGrassi remotely. that is. Is that like Neil deGrasse Tyson? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's a soap opera for teenagers. Oh, let's move on. What the? They pick it up <laughs> in uh, human growth classes in like middle school. What the? It's like teenage drama. It's, yeah. There's like, no such thing. Someone listening is probably like super excited about it. I had a friend, definitely a dude, loved that show. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and then something that I've never heard of till today that I'm really excited about is called Moonwalkers. I've and never heard of it. Michael Jackson? Ron Perlman, who is Slade Wilson in uh, Teen Titans. I don't know why everyone's Slade Wilson, apparently. But, uh... It's the guy to be. <laughs> Ron Perlman, yeah. He's Hellboy, he's too. A lot of superhero stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then... He's we, also the guy that does war. War never... Does he? Yeah, he's the he's the Fallout huh. voice. That is. know that. Uh, yep. And then Rupert Grint, who is Ron Weasley. <gasps> Rupert Grint... And the whole thing is, it's 1969, a CIA agent, CIA agent, uh, who's Ron Perlman, and then a rock band manager, who's Ronald Weasley. They're trying to find a way to fake the moon landing. Oh, okay. Huh. That actually sounds kind of interesting. I want to see it just because of those two actors. I feel like yeah, <laughs> one one to see. And then, finally on Netflix, Z Nation, season two, which I haven't seen the first one. It's a zombie apocalypse show on sci-fi, I think. Yeah, isn't I it essentially that like a? Isn't that like kind of like a Walking Dead ripoff? Is it? That's what I. I mean, like I don't know. I mean, do you watch Walking Dead? Yes. So, what would you have? Have you seen any of the Z Nation? I have not. Oh, okay. I've I've just heard, I've heard that it's kind of weird, like that, like or you know, like it's kind of tries to copy a little bit, like um. Okay. Like, iZombie was another one, but that's a little bit more, like, teeny bopper kind of yeah. drama, uh, which looks, you know, okay. But, yeah, I think Z Nation is trying too much to be, like, you know, to play off of the Walking, the, Dead. Uh, Walking Dead. Yeah, I've wanted to check it out. I've just never gotten around to it. Um, sci-fi, that logo always kind of makes me weary. Sippy. But I think Sharknado when I think sci-fi, so. Ugh. Yeah, I think of all those movies. Yeah. Um, I might check it out, especially if it's on Netflix. I know season two, obviously, like I just said, is going to be on Netflix. If season one's on there, I might watch it. I don't know. Um, but that's everything coming out for Netflix. Shelly, is there anything interesting coming out for the movie theaters? Uh, not a lot. We got 13 Hours of Secret Soldiers in Benghazi, which is rated R. And looks like it's uh, based off a true story. Okay. I'm, it is actually. It's based. It's the. It's the story of essentially what happened with Hillary Clinton and as a Secretary of State, where the the embassy in Benghazi was attacked. Oh, okay. And the government essentially told uh, the SEALs not to respond. And when the Navy SEALs said we're going anyway, the government said you're on your own. And uh, it's it's a it's based on a true story. The guys that directed are same. I, I I believe it's the same guys that did Men of Valor. Uh, the same you know those the the Navy SEAL movie. Um, they're actual mm-hmm. Navy yeah. SEALs. So uh, I thought it was pretty cool. Cool. Yeah. So that looks pretty interesting. I want to see that one. One that doesn't look so interesting. Norm of the North, rated PG. It's an animated movie. I've seen a couple trailers on it. For it, just because it's on TV and it just I'm done looks, with the Ice Age movies. It just doesn't look good. It looks like an Ice Age movie. <laughs> to be honest, it just it could be fun for kids. I don't know. 
I just know I would never see it. Never but heard that's of. that's an option. I have There's a feeling also, if you like Kung Fu yeah. Panda, it might be good. Oh, I have yeah. kids. There you go. Yeah. Drew's going to see it probably regardless. Yeah. Wants to or not. <laughs> uh, then we also have Ride Along 2, which is... PG-13. That surprises me. Was the last one PG-13? I don't remember. Uh, I, don't know. I don't know, but that's another one that's like, eh. That's a little out of my ballpark. Yeah, but yeah. it has Kevin Hart, Ice Cube, so very much a comedy. Yeah. So if that floats your goat. I didn't see the first one, but I assumed that it was more of a, like a rated R comedy. Interesting. But that's it. Cool. The and first then, was PG-13, in fact. Our uh, our esteemed fact checker just found that out for us. So. <laughs> he tends to do that. <laughs> well, what do we right. got coming to Blu-ray, Cody? Yeah, Hotel Transylvania 2, which Drew is swearing by. I thought it was good. It's cute. I mean, the first one I thought was okay. It's an Adam Sandler movie. You know, it's... Okay. it's, uh, it's It's got all of the... The monsters, you know, like Dracula and and the Invisible Man, but it's it's cutesy in a kid's way. It's not offensive. It's not scary. And so you've got, uh, you know, it's kind of Adam Sandler's type of humor. But I think it's I think it's appropriate and an enjoyable environment for kids. Uh, But I, you know, I will say the second one for me just had a better storyline and even had a moment where I got like really excited at the end. I was like, oh, this is cool. (laughs) All right. I'll have to check them out. I've never watched the first one. That's a pretty good endorsement for the movie. Yeah. It looks it looks fun. And then I lost my spot. The Martian. Yes. I would I'm I doubt it because I don't ever buy Blu-rays, but if I were to buy a Blu-ray, I'd probably buy the Martian. That's one that I'd probably consider red boxing. I don't watch a lot of movies, and so it's not worth me buying a lot of movies, but Yeah. I don't rewatch. That's my issue. I but I'd watch this again. I don't sure. either. Yeah, I I own maybe eight movies, so. Hmm. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet, so. I really, it's that. amazing. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard good the things book about it. is amazing too, but I gotta read that too. I will watch Star Wars again, like probably thirty times. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that's one I'll watch again. I need I've to so watch it twice. Spent. I'm willing to watch it a third time. Did you guys see The Martian? Who hears? I haven't. My wife keeps telling me I need to see it, and and I agree. I'm not. I'm not avoiding seeing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, my problem is that you know I saw. Let's see. I saw Interstellar, um, which wasn't Matt Damon in that also. Yeah, which is so. Weird. Yeah, yeah, so it's kind of one of those Wait. weird. Oh yeah, he is. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. He, and he's essentially kind of playing the same role as The Martian. So kind of. Um, well, you know, just yeah, Don't just the idea that he's. That he's by himself, you know what I mean. So yeah. he's, he's out there on a planet by himself, and uh, so I, um, I was kind of hesitant about it. But obviously, Matt Damon doesn't make bad movies, right? He just doesn't. He's he, he's he is a secure choice when you want to watch a movie. He's like, uh, he's like Leonardo DiCaprio. Any Leo movie that he does is gonna be good. It might be kind of weird, but his acting is gonna be superb. Uh, I feel that and, way about Denzel Washington. Oh yeah, he's in. hands yeah. down, definitely. Definitely. Um, the I Martian. Feel the way about Jack Black. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. The humor in The Martian drove it home. He oh yeah. His head about him the entire time, and you can they oh, they just do it so well. I don't even know how to explain it. He just he has desperately lonely humor 
that is just it works. I feel like he he's doing it to entertain himself, um, and you can kind of see that. And so it's funny, but it's sad, and the emotions just it, it's a great movie. It's great, good. Mm-hmm. Um, Memories of the Sword is also coming out, but I don't know anything about that except that it has a cool name. It looked like one of those uh, Hong Kong martial arts movies, like House of Flying mm-hmm. Daggers or something. It's cool. Yeah, I don't know any of these names. <laughs> it was like. <laughs> I'll look up the names for you guys so you know who it is. Initial release was in South Korea. So that gives you kind of... Okay, there you go. Yeah. Probably not in English. Probably in subtitles. But probably a great fight movie. Martial arts movies that are like foreign, I've learned, are really, really good. Unless they're from India. Okay. (laughs) If they are Bollywood martial arts movies, they are incredibly hilarious, but (laughs) terrible. Fair enough. (laughs) And then Joe... What is coming out for video games? All right. So topping off our list, uh, I think Drew's actually the most um, qualified person I know to talk about this at this point because I think you had some interactions with the developer, if I'm not mistaken. Let's do it. Who uh, is for it? That Dragon Cancer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'd be really um, sad if you would have said no. He'd be like, I've never. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Uh, Ryan. <laughs> I remember. Ryan Green is the creator of that, and not only have I interviewed him for, I want to say I did it for Geeks Under Grace. Uh, I'm, I'm sure our fact checker can find that out by the time I'm done chatting. So he'll probably like let us know with a thumbs up. If it up. is, we'll link it up in the description. Uh, yeah, I because I think the I think the article I wrote was called like the most beautiful game that I never want to play, and it is. Um, so kind of long story short, uh, he had a, he has he had a son who died and he died of cancer and he went through uh, a phase of spending time with him every day in the hospital and watching him uh, just get worse and worse and worse. And it was very uh, it was very trying. And so he kind of uh, memorialized his son uh, in this game and you play it's kind of like like heavy rain in a sense where it's a story but you're experiencing emotion and you're experiencing that his his entire story of his son from like getting to be on a playground and tossing a ball to him to uh, being in a in a hospital room and having to quiet your son down who is crying incessantly um, because of the pain that he's going through. And so it is I tell you, it is a uh, it, it really is a game that I think everybody should play. But it's it's one that it's just it's a hard game to swallow, and it's it it's what makes the it, it's what takes a video game into an actual art form. And uh, I met Ryan, I met him at PAX actually uh, when I uh, when Shelly and I hung out. Uh, I, I want to yeah. say it was that same day, uh, but I I wasn't with you there. But right, yeah. so I met him uh, in person. He's super tall, like like enormous. He's like a giant because and I'm like. Yeah, yeah, he's probably like six foot, like six. Oh, I wish I was six six. Man, he is. I'm like, I felt very, I felt very small in this man's uh, uh, pres in his shadow, basically. So, uh, but he's a he's a great guy, and he's a believer. He's a Christian, so super cool, super cool dude. Um, highly recommend everyone to go and support this game, download it, play it, experience it for yourself. Tell your friends to experience it. Uh, but our, our official fact checker has has in fact uh, 
told me that the uh, there is an article on geeksundergrace.com. It is called The Most Beautiful Game I Don't Want to Play. Uh, it was kind of a preview of that Dragon Cancer. Uh, but go support Ryan Green. I'm just an incredible dude. And I've already seen a couple of reviews pop up. Um, Kotaku's reviewer, I, I've not... I, I've not read it myself yet, but I saw him tweet out, and he said it's the first game that he's ever played where he openly wept. Like yeah. he could, he couldn't stop himself from bawling through the whole I don't, game. I don't doubt it, and it's. I'm telling you, man, it's it's. And I think one of his purposes was to help uh, people with, in the grieving process. I think that's why he made this game, uh, mm-hmm. not only for himself to help him grieve, but also to uh, up, to allow kids and 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 people to experience and work through that pain in a in a uh, in a a solid way. You know, like an actual. Um, I don't know what the word is I'm looking for, but a a real uh, a real way to do that. Very cool. Yeah, and and I'm I'm not going to say that I'm going to do it yet, but there's a possibility that one of us are going to be playing that during the 72 hour stream if we can hold back the wall of tears long <laughs> enough to get through. Oh, goodness, um, uh, the Twitch pleasure at February 18th. Just wanted to put that plug, plug in there. I don't yeah. think we brought it up yet. We Weekend of the 18th, all the time. 72 hours. Tell everyone. Yeah, We've in got... fact, can I talk about that real quick? Uh huh. Sure. So. We got the pledge drive coming up. We did one, what, about six months ago now? Um, June. So, yeah. okay. So, yeah, a little over six months, about seven months now. But uh, we did a pledge drive. It was it was very successful, and that was when we had a, a smaller community group. Uh, now that our community group is just it, – it's growing by leaps and bounds. Our mm-hmm. our Facebook page has grown by, like, almost 1,000 people in uh, in the course of a week. Um, but here's the deal, and, and this is what I want to – and this is – I don't want to come off – Sounding like a prosperity preacher, I know that people know me from the Dirty Christian, and they kind of get that idea of that. You know, that's what I'm. You know, I'm against, and I am against that. But I, here's what I want to say: we are, we are a nonprofit organization registered in the state of Washington. Uh, we are an, a legitimate organization. We have dreams and a vision to create content and create uh, tools and materials to develop uh, and give to people. Uh, to to be used in their youth groups and such uh, at their churches to bridge the gap between geeks and Christianity and and to solidify those who are in the faith but feeling like they're outcast from the church because they are geeky and because they are a little bit misplaced. Um, this pledge drive, if you uh, if if you give to a church, um, you know, and you have a little bit to spare. Uh, not only does it help us out immensely, tremendously help us out in what we are able a, able and capable to do uh, with Geeks Under Grace, such as uh, outreach and conventions and, and stuff like that in getting the gospel out there, but uh, it is also tax deductible. So you can uh, claim it on your taxes. If you pay taxes uh, and in, instead of having – if you don't get a refund but you're paying out taxes, you can reduce that tax payout – by donating to a charity, and it doesn't have to be Geeks Under Grace. It can be anything. If you don't know anything about taxes, this is kind of how it works. So uh, say you usually have to pay $100 in taxes. Well, you go and you donate that $100 to a tax-free uh, nonprofit organization or charity. You don't have to pay that taxes because it's claimed and it's a deductible on your taxable income. So with all of that being said, now that we are official, we are officially a nonprofit, we are officially a tax-deductible nonprofit, Every donation that you give to Geeks Under Grace 
is tax deductible and goes in it doesn't go in anyone's pocket it goes directly to the website and to the mission and what we're trying to accomplish so tell your friends um, help us raise money to do the things that we are dreaming of doing but unfortunately the world works on finances and we need those yep mm-hmm. definitely way better put than i could have done <laughs> Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> so make sure you stop by February 18th through the 20th. We'll yeah. be live. Uh, kind of trying to transition back on topic, I guess. The next game coming out this week, Assassin's Creed Chronicles India. Now, I know they did a China version before. We have a review of that up on geeksundergrace.com. Mm-hmm. Chris T. Blow wrote that way back in the day. This and is he loved side it. Scroller. It is a side-scroller. Kind of a side story that took place in China last time. Going to be India this time. Mm-hmm. That's going to be on all the major platforms. Heroes Reborn Gemini is coming out. And this is coming to all the major platforms as well. That's kind of a weird one. Um, it's based on the reboot of the Heroes TV show. Oh. Then I, I had to look it. that one up. I, didn't I haven't I love I haven't the watched original the show. Yet, but. Yeah, I, I love the original show, but I haven't seen any of Reborn. Well, Reborn is fantastic, and I do watch that. Uh, my wife and I are caught up up until the latest episode that came after the holiday season. So um, it's it's very well done. It, it carries on the storyline. Um, it doesn't try to play it off like it's uh, like it's uh, necessarily like a new universe. So um, a lot of the characters from the previous heroes are all mentioned, and even some of the. Uh, some of the characters show up from the last one too, so oh, cool. it's a really it's a really good show. I I enjoy it a lot. I think it's really well done. Yeah, I need to get back into it then. I watched the first few episodes. I kind of lost it for some reason, so I need to I need to catch myself back up. It's good. I loved Heroes, uh, at least the first season and the last season. I don't know about all the in between stuff, but yeah, I was definitely investing Heroes when it was coming out. Another one coming to the consoles this week, PS4 and Xbox One. It's been around for a while on PC, The Banner Saga. This is a really cool game. Um, it's kind of uh, I thought it's Sega, so I'm sad. <laughs> the Banner Sega. Anyway, it's a very story-driven kind of painterly graphics. Uh, oh, that's uh, cool. Isometric top-down view, but it's turn-based combat. Super difficult. One of those games that if you lose somebody, they're gone forever. You don't get them uh, back. Your choices matter, and it's it's incredibly difficult. But it's a really neat game. You should really check it out. Okay. Uh, another one coming out this week. I haven't played through it yet. It's been on the PC for a while as well. Gone Home. I've heard a lot about it from uh, a critic standpoint. And uh, it's one that you should probably consider looking into if you're into the art of video games. Tharsis for PlayStation 4. I actually don't know anything about Tharsis. When I looked it up, I think this was a like a dice-based game. So kind of based on random chance, almost like a board game or something. That sounds cool. And Dog Child is a game about a boy who has some sort of otherworldly powers, and his dog helps him out. It's not a Full Metal Alchemist spoiler? <laughs> not that I... Oh, oh well, that gosh, is. No. That is. No. Edward. Oh, no. Oh, uh, I just made someone so bad at me, I'm sure. Well, we can... That can be edited out, right? Huh? Oh, it I can't be. <laughs> okay. Well, I just he wanted to make sure... it like, out again. The guy, the guy that, that is doing the editing has the capability to, like, make notes and write down, like, oh, that was a spoiler 
probably it's should been not out for years. Okay. Yeah. So, have you guys all seen Star Wars? Yes. Yes. Okay, you guys have all seen it, right? Right. Okay. So I so when I say that Han Solo is Does that make more work for Patrick? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> I was waiting for him to be like, no, it doesn't. I'm keeping that in. He's marking that down. Beep. Well, you know, at this point, you know, I, I think it's silly. I, I, here's my thing on spoilers. You know, I had this had this inner dialogue and debate about it. And I was like, you know, uh, at some point we have to like, I know on the community group we're like, yeah, okay, no more, no spoilers until February. But people are in, I mean, Dude, I'm sorry. I can't go. Like, I can't believe that people have kept spoilers in this long. Like, and not just geeks under grace, but people in the world. Like, right. we have yeah. Star Wars fans are literally the the best, most polite fans. I've no <laughs> Walking Dead fan, me included, would ever hold back uh, on a spoiler <laughs> like that. Joe gets mad at me when I when I throw fake spoilers out there. He gets. Joe is like, I'm gonna unfollow you forever because I hate your face and you just ruin everything. Like, <laughs> like I have to because of the way I consume. I'm trying to keep up on stuff, especially right. with Walking Dead. But literally, there's if I'm on Facebook as an admin on the page and somebody posts something about Walking Dead before 3 a.m. Sunday night into Monday morning, I can't have seen it. Because right. I buy it through Amazon, and right. they, those episodes don't go live until 3 a.m. Yeah. So I just realized we have a bunch more titles to go through because of the PS Plus free games. So oh. Joe, I'm just going to have you, like, rapid fire name okay. them off. All right, here we go. So, Ark the Lad, Twilight of Spirits, it's a PlayStation 2 re-release. Don't buy that. <laughs> <laughs> don't support those re-releases. Uh, free games for PlayStation Plus for the month. Hardware Rivals on the PlayStation 4. Kind of like a Twisted Metal Vigilante 8 type game. Grim Fandango Remastered. It's a uh, it's a critically lauded um, adventure game. I've not played it yet, but I got it downloaded. I have to check that one out. But it's an older game. Been around for a while. Dragon Age Origins on the PlayStation Please 3. get that game. The Dragon <laughs> Age games are phenomenal. Okay. Uh, Dr- Dragon Age 2, maybe not so much. But Origins is great. You should definitely check that one out. And it's free on PS3 right now. Medal of Honor Warfighter, it got critically burned to the ground, but I enjoyed it. Okay. Um, but it's free on the PS3 right now, and it's first-person shooter, so... I want to see you pronounce this next one. Nihilumbra. You did that way better than I would have. <laughs> I've been around this one a little bit. Um, okay. It's, it was out on iOS for a long time. It's out on Vita right now, and it's going to be free on Vita right now. It's kind of a puzzle game. uses Night as a mechanic. And also, History, Legends of War, Patton on the Vita. So if you're interested in history or General Patton or what I'm assuming is tank combat, go check that one out. Oh, Oddly that enough, list not so in long. any of them. Right? Yeah. I might get Origins. I, or it's PS3, Origins never mind. So fun, I feel like a peasant owning PS4. Why is stuff still coming out for PS3? I don't understand. <laughs> I can't get anything. There was a brand new JRPG that just came out a week or two ago. On the PS3 and only. That's awful. Mm. <laughs> that makes oh, me angry. I want it, but I don't want to spend $40 on a right? console I use for my Netflix account. <laughs> PS4 is my Netflix. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, now that we've gotten through the police, that thing was so long. Uh, we're going to talk to Drew a little bit, get to know him a little bit better. 
Maybe. I feel like I know you pretty well, but most listeners. <laughs> yeah. Well, oddly enough, people don't know me because somebody on the uh, on the community group tonight was like, Drew, you're the Drew from the Dirty Christian? <laughs> I saw that, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I told – I got one of our new YouTubers. I interviewed him and I was like, Drew, the founder of GUG, and he was like, the Dirty Christian guy? And I go, yeah. And he goes, oh, that makes so much sense now. <laughs> <laughs> it is fun. Like I, I don't, I don't advertise that uh, that I am the founder of Geeks Under Grace uh, from the Dirty Christian side because uh, I really do want to be, in a sense, separated. Be- mm-hmm. There are things that I say, and there are there are viewpoints, and you know, really, it's the Dirty Christian is called the Dirty Christian for a reason. There are things that I say uh, and that I post that are meant to be offensive to Christians. Um, and, 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 and there's a reason for that. The reason for that is that I, I really feel very compelled to make people think, to get outside of their comfort zones. And sometimes the only way to do that is to say something that is so outrageous, uh, that it causes them to step back and be like, huh, well, maybe he's right. Or, you know, or if he's not right, then let me find out how to say that he isn't right. So, um, if anything, the things that I do, they challenge people to uh, to to be closer to God, to get into their word and read their Bible. Like I posted a, a picture of uh, David Bowie today with 1 Corinthians 6, 9 on it. Now that verse, if you don't go read the verse, you might just be like, oh, that's just, you know, it's a rest in peace, David Bowie. The verse actually is talking about people who are effeminate and homosexuals will not get into heaven. And so if you don't read that verse, you're going to be like, uh, oh yeah, well, David Bowie, rest in peace. He was an effeminate man. Now, I don't know if what his relationship was with God. It might have very well been cool and on the deathbed and great, and that's fine. And, and and if he's in heaven, then I know for a fact he will forgive me when I see him. But the fact of the matter is that if you go back to the 1970s and 1980s, this man uh, what ushers in a very interesting era of effeminism uh, in, in, in manliness and kind of uh, brought that with him. And so uh, I don't think that it's I, – I, I, feel, I feel bad for his family. Uh, obviously, I grieve and I mourn. I, I still listen to his music. I like a lot of the stuff that he's done. But the fact of the matter is uh, that he is dead. There's nothing that he can do. Uh, he's not going to have his feelings hurt by me now. And uh, we shouldn't be honoring the dead in that way. I think we need to move on. The only dead person that we should honor is Jesus Christ, and it's because he rose from the dead three days after he died. That's it. Aside from that, no saints, no nobody else other than God gets honored, period. So move on. There are people that are dead in sin right now that need to know the gospel of Jesus Christ. So we have to stop focusing on the people that are gone that we can do nothing about. It's over and done with. So I didn't mean to rant like that, guys. I'm sorry. We're all <laughs> this, speechless over here. We're just like, oh. this is totally Drew's style. If you've been around him any period of time <laughs> or you follow him in any capacity, this is this is how he operates. Oh, yeah, we were expecting this, I'm sure. <laughs> so I mean, the, the, so I got some other things going on, too. I'm pretty excited about. Um, but obviously, I know you guys are going to ask me about Geeks Under Grace and how it started. So I'm going to I'm going to start with that. Okay. And then I'm going to move on to the Dirty Christian. And then I'm going to talk about this new project that I'm working on that I'm really excited about. Okay? Okay. So, Geeks Under Grace. 
Um, even before Geeks Under Grace, there was a thing called cross-console gamers. Before cross-console gamers, there was this thing called hardcore Christian gamers. So hardcore Christian gamers was a brainchild of mine uh, that I felt like the Lord had given me. I was listening to podcasts all the time, and I, I just was tired of the profanity and the language, and I was like, there has to be a Christian version of this out there, and there wasn't. So it, me being the type of person that I am, I s- decided to start one. And I did, and it was successful for about five, six years. Hardcore Christian Gamer was it did very well. We were in conventions, uh, not really with booths, but we were getting invited to go to conventions. We had made great contacts, great connections with uh, lots of people in the in the gaming industry. Uh, it was very exciting. Um, had great connections with Xbox, and a lot of that has carried on to what we have now with Geeks Under Grace. Um, but as because I'm an active duty Navy. Um, I move around a lot. And so when I got transferred to a ship for three years, I was unable to keep up with the website and, and do things with it. Plus, I was doing all of the work. So it was grinding on me. I was getting burnt out. I wasn't able to keep up with it. So I sold it and I moved on and I thought I was done. I moved up to Washington State, uh, came up here and realized Shelly's giving me the thumbs up because she's from here. <laughs> We've met before, actually. She's the only one on this podcast yeah. I've actually met. Um, so... We, uh, I got up here, I realized that my job was not as intensive as I thought it was going to be, and I started feeling the itch for the ministry again, and doing online ministry and stuff like that, and so uh, I was, uh, one day I was sitting around, I think I was sitting at my dinner table, and I was like, gosh, I, I kind of want to do this again, but uh, Hardcore Christian Gamer was already, you know, it was kind of the sh- a shell of a site. I tried to reach out to the guy to see if I could get involved. Uh, he never responded, you know, his loss, my gain, I guess. Um, I got a hold with a couple guys, uh, a guy named Rob Butler, who was, who's just been a part of the community for a while. Um, a guy named Ryan Thompson and a guy named Wesley Wood. And I knew that they were, they were kind of geeky guys. Um, they were into gaming and I said, Hey guys, I, I really want to start something up again. And, uh, I was like, I, I knew that, uh, Rob had started something called cross platform gamers. That was, uh, many years ago, like right after uh, hardcore Christian gamer, and I was like, well, that's, I like the name, but obviously I can't use that one. So I said, how about cross console? Because we could just focus on, you know, we could even consider PC a console, whatever. I wanted the cross to be in there. I wanted it to be, you know, another hardcore Christian gamer page. Well, it started to kick off. It did really well. We had a very basic shell of a website, but uh, we were putting stuff out there. Um, we got into Facebook, which was uh, one mistake that I never did uh, with uh, Christian, uh, with hardcore Christian gamer. Never got into Facebook and social media, which I think was part of why we didn't uh, carry on with our success. And so uh, we, I started, uh, we we got into Facebook, Cross Console Gamer, things were going good. And I was talking to Rob, I was working out at the gym uh, on base, and we were chatting as I normally do. Like I probably spend 50% of my time chatting with people and 50% of my time lifting weights. Like in between sets, I'm like, I'm the guy that's always on his phone at the gym. <laughs> and I know it makes people mad because they're like, this dude doesn't work out. He just comes in here, chats. And uh, so um, I was chatting with with Rob and I was like, guys, I want to go bigger. I want to go geeky. I want to go something bigger than video games. There's a huge uh, need for this out there. Um, I know that there are people that love anime. There are people that love comics and movies and TV shows. Let's just, what, are you, what do you guys think? Do you want to go bigger? And they were like, yeah, let's do it. And I was like, cool. So I was like, geeks, geeks, geeks. I was like, what's geek? You know, geeks, grace, geeks, under grace, geeks, G-U-G, geeks, under grace. Well, let's do geeks under grace. And they were like, that sounds awesome. And then I was like, we need a tagline. So I was like, 
Well, we are, we are like all encompassing geeks and we are like, we're to be like Christ, holy geeks, holy geek. It works. And it was like, it was just God inspired. <laughs> like, there's no question because I don't think I'm that intelligent. I think things just kind of come that way. And, uh, so we, uh, we, we did it. Geeks under grace. Um, I don't even remember at what point we started putting out the call to like people like, Hey, uh, we want to do this. We need people to help. Um, and, and people just started pouring in, you know, one at a time, someone here, someone there, uh, and people started, you know, God was planting people in spots, in locations in the, in, in this organization. And then I told the guys, uh, at one point I was like, we need to go bigger than this. Let's go nonprofit. Let's become an organization like a church, uh, where we are tax exempt, but we can, we can focus on ministry. And, uh, so we did that. God provided, God provided a person, uh, to help us get our nonprofit status. Uh, she was great. She was fantastic. Actually did a lot of the work for us. We were able to raise enough money to put towards, uh, the nonprofit, uh, make that happen, uh, get our tax exemption, uh, which took a while, but it happened and it worked. Uh, of course we have a board of directors that are, that are there. We have editors that are there to, to help. And it's just, it's a very well-oiled machine that I don't have to do a lot of, uh, which I think makes it successful too, because I just typically get burnt out real easy and I move on to the next thing like a church planter. And so, uh, in, as this was all coming about, I was like, I want to do another ministry that's just raw and kind of like, uh, offensive a little bit, um, because it's going to talk about Jesus in a way that people aren't comfortable talking about Jesus. It's going to talk about pornography. It's going to talk about struggles. It's going to talk about sin. And I knew that the only way to do that was for me to be open and honest with people about the sins that I struggled with. And so I created the dirty Christian, which essentially is the name of it is because I want people to be intrigued by it and be like, Ooh, what's this about? But at the same time, I want people to know it has a double meaning because Yes, we're all terrible people and we all need salvation. We all need Jesus, but we also have to get dirty with each other. And that means talking about the things that are dirty, talking about the things that nobody wants to talk about. And so, um, within the span of, uh, well, it, it, it was going around for a while and nothing was really happening. And I was like, I don't know what's going to happen with this ministry. Uh, I had Michael, uh, Morihone, who's one of our writers and Sean Bain. They were both kind of writing stuff with me and, um, uh, they didn't, um, they didn't get, uh, like they, they kind of fell off. I kind of fell off and, uh, we decided that, uh, you know, I just, I was like, I'm going to make a video and I'm going to see if Christian memes will share this video. Let's see what happens. And so I did a video. I think the first one I did that they shared was, I think it was something called like God is more than love. I think that was the one that I did where, or it was either that or how to be free of pornography. It was one of those big ones. Um, but, oh, uh, no, 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 I'm sorry. I know what it was. It was the response to Buzzfeed's video. Uh, they, yeah. uh, it, yes, it was the response to the, the questions that Christians should ask other Christians video. And I was like, I need to g- get this out there. Uh, I did the video. It got 115,000 views, um, which was astronomical and which kept bringing people in. And then the more stuff that I, I produced and put out there, uh, the more people, the more people shared it. And really it just kind of steamrolled up to the point where now I am almost at like 14,500 people that just follow the dirty Christian, um, which has been just amazing 
it's just been amazing because it keeps me accountable. And even though it makes me mad sometimes that the the uh, the amount of ignorance that comes from the Christian community, uh, <laughs> there are still hundreds of people that that will hit me up with an encouragement. Um, I get probably ten to fifteen messages a day from someone either with a question about their faith, a question about you know um, spiritual things. Um, you know, or just a confession. I have people confessing to me on Facebook of stuff that they're doing. And it's not like I'm absolving them of their sins. I grew up Catholic. I'm not all about that, but I, uh, I will, about that life. Yeah. I'm not about that. (laughs) It's my old ways, but you know, I, I will pray for them. And, and I legit, like, I don't want to be a hypocrite. So if I tell somebody I'm going to pray for you and in a message, even if it's just for, you know, two or three seconds afterwards, I will pray for them. I never, I just never want it to be about me. Um, yes, I'm a, I'm the figurehead. Yes. My face is on the videos, but that's the reason that it's called the dirty Christian. It's not called the Drew Kaler show. I don't want it to be about me. I don't want people to follow me. That's why I, I want to be, I want to be offensive so that people aren't going to follow me. I just don't want them to have that debate. Like, Oh, well, are you following Drew Kaler or are you following Jesus? Like, no, that shouldn't be an option. Follow Jesus, period. Drew is wrong. Drew's wrong about so many things, but Drew has an opinion and Drew has an outlet. And so Drew will say stuff that he is wrong about. So you don't have to always agree, but don't follow Drew because Drew sucks. Drew is a terrible person, which I have on a T-shirt. Actually, it's like one of my favorite shirts to wear. Um, So with all of that said, I do a podcast, so I'm kind of used to talking like long winded and keep doing this and stuff. So, uh, I do a podcast in the description as well. Thank you. Uh, so I do that podcast once a week. I was doing it twice a week and it got to be a little bit too much. So I cut it down to, uh, once a week, but I do videos twice a week. And then some random ones that I throw in there, like today I threw in a random video. People were laughing. They thought it was funny. I shared it. Um, but I'm really excited for this next thing that's coming and I, I can, I guess I can announce it. I mean, we're not keeping it secret, it is so cool. It's called Dude Eronomy, and it is an all men's <laughs> ministry online. It is okay. going to be it's going to be like the Dirty Christian meets uh, the Art of Manliness meets uh, the Lad Bible meets you know Bro Bible. Like it's going to be it's going to be like men being men getting down and dirty with other men about men issues. And so because you know if you think about it, if you if you go to church. If there is a man there by himself, he's probably single. There will not be a man by himself in the church without his wife. And that has to you, you that that begs the question, why are there not more men that are motivated to be in church before themselves for their love for Jesus? They go because of their family and they go because of their wives. And that's mm-hmm. wrong. There's a problem there. And mm-hmm. the church has catered to men for so long or excuse me the, the church has catered to women for so long because they were the only ones going and for the last 15 20 years uh men have have been absentee uh pastors of their homes they're not raising their children they're not um loving their wives like Christ loved the church they're not being manly and so Deuteronomy is going to be fantastic it's going to be uh just it's going to be shaving it's going to be uh, fixing cars, it's going to be uh, sports and working out and lumberjacking and chopping down trees and like and like awesome stuff, it, like axe throwing and guns. Like it's going to be cool, but it's going to be Jesus centered because it's also going to cool. be it's also going to be about um, holding men accountable and making them the high you know making them take that spot as high priest in their home. 
uh, as being, you know, the example that their sons will follow and creating a generation of believers uh, that actually, you know, fight against feminism and not not good feminism. Good feminism is good. Okay, so don't get me wrong. Women are, are absolutely equal and should absolutely have all the rights of men. Got it. Not not an issue here for me. But when feminism takes that role of saying uh, men are terrible or men are evil, it's no longer feminism. It's no longer it's no longer good. And so we're going to fight against that, too. So that's all I got to say. I hope I answered all your questions that you were (laughs) going to ask. Um, Yeah, I'm like, I don't even know if we have any questions asked now. I think you got them all covered. I didn't know about this Deuteronomy thing. We it's have not heard this before. Brand new. Like, I'm telling you, like, it was between that or Manistry. Like, I had two names. Manistry. Manistry. <laughs> yeah. So, it was Deuteronomy or Manistry. And, uh, that sounds real. So, I have both. I own both of those URLs. So, I probably will probably do something with Manistry eventually. But for me, Deuteronomy was just one of those things like where it's it. kind of like, it's like a bro thing. You know, it's kind of. Yeah. Bro. It's yeah, Yeah. <laughs> We were gonna think about like bromans, but that was a little oh bit like gosh. I don't know, it sounded too much like bromance. Um, <laughs> but uh, very excited Bro-y. about what this is gonna. It's it's gonna be the website is actually created. Uh, it's Deuteronomy.org, but it's not it's not in any shape or form right now to look to really get a feel for what it's gonna be. We're working on the logo right now. Uh, we we brought some people in uh, that are gonna write for us. So we have about four or five people right now that are gonna do some work. Um, but it's going to be awesome. Very, very excited. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Do you guys have any questions? Like, is there anything that I said that you were like, Oh, talk more about that. Or, uh, I think you you answered everything. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to think I was like, do we ask him his favorite color now? Like (laughs) (laughs) tattoo ink. That is my favorite color. Tattooing. Okay. (laughs) Fair enough. Heretic. I'm debating. I'm trying to figure out what to get for my third. I don't know yet. You get should get third. the GUG logo on your oh. on your backside. <laughs> can we can we so do that I... as part of the pledge drive? If we raise a certain amount of money, would you be willing to get the GUG logo tattooed on your butt? Oh, but okay. People on my floor already want to get butt tattoos. I don't want to get two. Okay, so let's let's not say butt. But how about your shoulder? I don't get one. I'll get a tattoo. That's like somewhere. Cody's face on your body. <laughs> that's weird who doesn't want my face on their body but then you could just be like no it's geek center grace but you're really like it's cody (laughs) look it's now that's weird because i'm thinking about getting it i was gonna get tattooed either way i feel like sooner or later um so now i'll have my face on my body is that is that self-worship then or (laughs) i you know that would be that actually that'd be pretty legit you know in fact i will um I'll announce it now. Uh, if we can raise fifteen hundred dollars during the pledge drive, I will get the Geeks Under Grace logo tattooed on my body. Okay. Woo-hoo. Wow. There you heard it here first. That's good. And I will videotape the I will videotape the tattooing from start to finish. And I won't like make you know it won't be like the whole long thing, but I will yeah, have so it. Make sure uh, it's not on your butt. Yeah. Yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> no, I'll do it where I'll do like the time lapse thing so people can see it. But yeah, I will. Uh, I will absolutely do that. Uh, if we can raise $1,500, uh, yeah. I'll, I'm not making I'll, any decisions about tattooing my body until I talk to my wife, but I'll consider. <laughs> well, there you, well, yeah. Yeah. Well, my wife's kind of the same with me. She didn't, like, I got my knuckles done. Um, she didn't have a problem with it, uh, but I did ask her. I, w- I was like, are you sure? Because, you know, like, 
you know, this is going to be a problem when I go into the ministry, <laughs> yeah. like when I retire from the Navy and, uh, cause I'm going to be, I'm going, actually, I just enrolled in seminary, uh, at Liberty university. Uh, so not really seminary, but Bible college. Um, so I plan on getting a degree in Christian leadership, uh, with a minor in biblical studies, but I'm going to take, when I retire from the Navy, my plan is to go into ministry full time. So, uh, you know, whether it's at a church or, uh, you know, at, uh, some, some way, even if it's me starting my own church, I don't know, but I know that the knuckle tattoos at some point are going to be an issue. And it's just something that people are going to have to either, you know, love it or hate it, essentially. Did you kill a man? Did you shoot a man in the face? No. I just got knuckle tattoos. Tear in your eye. Yeah. yeah. Cool. I think. I mean, do you guys have any questions for? Like I said, I think you answered everything. Well, let's ask Shelly, what did you think? So you met me in person. You have yeah. you have met the Drew Kaler, the dirty I Christian, have. the CEO of Geeks Under Grace. Yeah. What was it like? <laughs> I don't want to get I short mean, with you, but Ooh. <laughs> you can't. I was always going to make a short trip. I got a question. So How tall are you, Drew? Uh, I'm five foot nine. Oh, you're still so me, but... I live in the shadow of Shelly Walter. I would live in the shadow of you, so that's fine. Oh. I can't like wait to meet three. you, Cody. I'm going to put you in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a very little man. I'm going to put you in my t-shirt pocket, and then people are going to be like, oh, where'd you get that shirt with the Geeks Under Grace logo? And I'm like, no, it's Cody Armour. <laughs> it's actually him. Oh, man. I'll have to be what careful you, not to step on you. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It was fun. Went up to, you know, north and uh, Canada. Good time. Got, yeah, no. Um, <laughs> close ish. Got the shirt. That was fun. I still have the shirt, obviously. You're avoiding uh, the question, Shelly. But how cool the was it? I, it was. It was neat. <laughs> it was cool. But, like, how. Okay. I don't really know what answer you're trying to get out of me. I'm but. not trying to get any. I just I I have a very low self esteem. So the more that just you wanted you to compliment him, yeah. Uh, Meeting Drew Kaler was the best decision I've ever made in my life. How about work. that? Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I'm only slightly majorly exaggerating. So so check this out. So uh, Shelly came and joined me at PAX, yeah, and so actually, my children are screaming. Um, <laughs> sorry. So Patrick might want to edit that one out. Um, so my uh, so Shelly got to go and play Guitar Hero before it had even like anybody had even seen it, and we got like a private uh, Guitar Hero playing session with the developers, uh, and she got got to be up there and rocking out before like anybody so had even announced. Well, we were all bad. I mean, the way that the the frets it are threw you stuff, off. Yeah, no, it's weird. Plus, yeah. plus they're watching you, and you're like, ooh, this is this is awkward. And I felt weird in the first place because I'm like, am I supposed to be here? Well, I'm with Drew, so it's okay. Yeah. Yeah, we got a private viewing of Guitar Hero. It was really neat. It was very nice. Oh, that was fun. It was it was fun hanging out with you. So I even bought you coffee. Yeah. Well, tea. Well, tea. Yeah. Well, whatever. It was at Starbucks. Starbucks with the really long line. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was terrible. Yeah. Then I got lost. But then I was <laughs> lost. And I was found. Yeah. <laughs> I was blind, but now I see. Now I see, yeah. Pretty much. That's how it went. Cody, where'd you go? Cody, we're lost without you. Did what you do we do? <laughs> <laughs> mm, you're our last hope. 
Cody went to shut Truth <laughs> What happened? <laughs> oh, my kid was screaming. I don't know what was happening. It sounded like he was being murdered out there, but I'm fine. Okay. <laughs> so where'd we where'd we stop? Should we close up or Probably. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I figured you guys would go on without me and I'd come back and you'd be still talking. Oh, we did. We talked. We talked, yeah. We talked about... They talked about getting tea at Starbucks in the long line. We talked about <laughs> how we can hang out with each other and have a good time and you guys aren't included. Yeah. <laughs> Kelly got to meet me, so she's, like, super privileged. Yeah. <laughs> I met Patrick. Oh, you did? I did, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, well, I think we're going to wrap things up there. Thank you so much, Drew, for coming in and talking with us. It was great to ask so many questions. <laughs> it's great to hear so many answers. The best life. part is that I knew all of the questions before you asked, so you didn't even have to ask them. Right. I was like, I got nothing. So, <laughs> uh, everyone remember February 18th, 8 o'clock PST, I think. 5 PST? 8 PST. Uh oh. Try that again. <laughs> yeah. 8 Eastern. Is it 8 Eastern? Oh, then that's, yeah. So it's it is 5. five. Yeah, I want it just one second because I don't think I did that right in the community and that would be bad. Oh, awkward. Uh, it's five PM PC. Okay, I got it right. We're good. Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Ugh, that's why I don't actually do graphic stuff. Um, <laughs> also, remember everybody, the pledge drive, February eighteenth, five o'clock PST, same time that we air every day of the week, or at least try to, on Twitch TV slash Geeks Under Grace. I'm so excited for it. Anyways. It's so much fun. Drew, where can they find you at? Yeah, you can find me on geeksundergrace.com, which, of course, I'm there. Uh, you can also find me at the thedirtychristian.com or facebook.com slash thedirtychristian or on YouTube as the Dirty Christian, or on Twitter as the Dirty XIAN or on Snapchat as the Dirty XIAN. You're on Snapchat? I'm, I am on Snapchat, Dude, yes. Dude, act like you're on Snapchat. I snap. <laughs> I snap that chat like it's nobody's business. Oh, so yeah, I need to. Uh, I'm doing that right after this is over. Yeah, You're so it's, hip. I am the I if I if I could have a beard and wear flannel all day long, I would. I would too. This <laughs> <laughs> was the topic of last time. Yeah, let's not get into next week. Shelly, where can they find you? Okay, you can find me on Twitch at Shellshock24. I also stream on the Geeks Under Grace Twitch uh, Friday nights every Friday. Unless they have something pretty much every Friday. You can find me on Twitter at TheShellShot24. I'm getting better at tweeting. Yeah. Kind of. Tweet a week. It's, I've done a tweet of the week. Yeah. I there did one Saturday. Maybe I'll do another one this week. <laughs> uh, no, I'm going crazy. That's, that's where you can find me pretty much. All right. And Joe? You can find me on Twitter at Joe Knows Games and Righteous Fury G. And myself or a buddy are live every day in 2016 on twitch.tv slash Righteous Fury Gaming. Awesome. Come, come join the Furious Fortress. And of course, everyone, me at youtube.com slash Armor Cody, A R M O U R, or everywhere else at Cody Armor. So, not too hard to remember, at least for me. <laughs> I'm like, I got this down. Cool. <laughs> all right. So that's what we're going to do today's show. Thank you guys all for listening. Remember, keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. Deuces.
right, I'm gonna go make sure that my kids aren't here. How can I not awkwardly close it? Can I just like, all right, I think we're going to end there. Is it okay? Like, will that seem weird? Thanks for joining us, Drew. Yeah, I mean, just say, you know, hey, thanks. Uh, you know, you can say that'll do it for the show. And um, thanks to our, our guests. And uh, okay. we'll see you guys next week. All Having right, I said that. Nope. <laughs> that being said, <laughs> I say that way too much. Um, <laughs> dude, Joe, I'm so happy that you yeah. got to like be on the podcast. Yeah, uh, the, my brother texted me just a couple minutes ago, and they were just sitting down to eat after the ball game. Okay, I felt kind of bad that I was so excited, but I was like, "This thing falls apart <laughs> without you." So, <laughs> yeah, it's it's been. I, I had a tw- uh, how long was I at work today? I got home about forty five minutes ago, and I went in at seven this morning. So, I got really sick earlier. I was sleeping. I don't know what happened to me. But I got Dayquil and Red Bull in me now, so I should be fine. Dayquil and Red Bull. <laughs> Dayquil is amazing. It's like magic. I can't feel my face. <laughs> and I'm with you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I forgot about that.